Yup. What's good? Going on. Let's get ready to get this thing started. What's you up to, T? Ah, nothing much, nothing much over here. Looking at finance, making sure everything is paid, making sure the accounts look right. How about you? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Just amped up about this episode. I know that. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Hey, G. Hey. How's everybody doing? Everybody good, man. What's going on with you? E, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Doing well, man. Doing well. I think I'm coming down with whatever you were working with last week, E. Oh, yeah, A little bit more based on my voice. Bruh, I was down. I'm not trying to be sexy for ladies or nothing. (laughs) It's just, I don't know. (laughs) Bruh, I was down for it. Well, you know what? It was only for like two days. Right. And um, so I did miss work for a couple days, but... It wasn't that bad after a couple days went, but the two days that I was feeling bad, I was in the bed all day, bro. Yeah, man, so we're going around, but hopefully I get some rest. I just, I've been running around too hard, man. I got to get some rest is what it is. Does this mean you get into the money, man? Hey, <laughs> this is true. This is true. I'm trying at least. Yeah, man. Y'all been keeping up with the, uh, with, um, with a young thug case? YSL? Man, oh, I've been. I know it's not going to turn out too good for a lot of people. That's all. Yeah, that's all that now. Did you oh. see today, bro? They had actually one. He was in court, and one of the guys, one of his friends, I don't know if his friend or what, actually walked up to him in the courtroom and handed him a Percocet. I'm talking wow. about in front of everybody. Wow. And then they ended up confiscating it. I mean, that's, it's like a movie, man. I don't know. It's crazy. What would make somebody <laughs> even begin to do that? But yeah, that's what happened. Wow. But uh, I'm excited about tonight, man. We got a uh, we got a beautiful episode. Yes, sir. I'm excited to get into it, man. I don't know where where uh, where Trey, Trey probably get his ice drink ready. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ice cubes are cold on the drink yeah, yeah. and all in the drink. That's I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and get into it, man. Let's do it. Um, so tonight, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let me turn this volume down just a little bit because I want the people to hear me. We're gonna turn it down just a little bit. So, I want to welcome welcome everybody to the Rec Room Podcast. Um, some episodes. We're going to give you all serious and introspective topics, and sometimes uh, we're going to give you fun and debatable. Tonight is going to be fun and debatable, and the name of this episode is going to be I Still Love Her, right? Now, I Still Love Her. What do we mean by her? Her is actually talking about music, and this is actually a playoff of a song that Common, who is a hip-hop artist, uh, had in 1994, which was off his soft, sophomore album called I Used to Love Her. Mm-hmm. And in that song, he was talking about um, how basically he was describing music as a woman. 
and he was saying how he used to love hip-hop, but at that time it was changing, and I guess he kind of felt, you know, a way about it. So he made a song, but it sounded like he was talking about a woman, but he was actually talking about hip-hop. To me, it's one of Common's best songs, um, period. With that being said, what we're saying tonight is that we still love her, and basically we're pertaining to hip-hop. Um, hip-hop has been through a lot <laughs> throughout the years, and we still love it, and it's probably going to be one of our favorite uh, topics tonight. Now, with that being said, everybody may not be familiar uh, with hip-hop or what hip-hop actually is, right? So if that's the case, I'm just going to give a little breakdown or whatever. Now, the information that I'm giving, this is according to, um, they had this site called Hip Hop Encyclopedia. Now, you know, when you start getting into what does hip hop mean, what is hip hop, everybody going to have what they think and how they feel. I'm just going to read what I, what I got from um, the, the, the site that I looked at. So it says that hip hop was a cultural movement that attained widespread popularity in the 1980s and 90s. Also... The backing music for rap, the musical style incorporating uh, rhyme and or rhyme and speech that became the movement's most lasting influential art form. Right. So that's just the basic background of what hip hop is. Now, there are four elements of hip hop and the four elements of hip hop are DJing, uh, MCing, graffiti and breakdancing. Now, I'm not going to get into um I'm not going to get into each one of those and break it down, but those are the four elements of hip hop. There are other elements of hip hop, but this is considered to be the four most important, right? That could be up for debate, but that's what they say. So now I'm going to just get into a little bit of who, who are the founders of hip hop. Again, this is something that's probably debatable, but um, the consensus is uh, most people believe this, right? So it says, while a number of people are influential in the creation of hip hop, much credit is given to Cool Herc, Clive Campbell, a Jamaican immigrant who was the first major hip hop disc jockey. At a Bronx party on August 11th, 1973, he introduced the technique of playing the same album on two turntables and extending the drum section, which became known as the breakbeat. Many recognize this night as the birth of hip hop. Other pioneering hip-hop DJs include African Bambada, Grandmaster Flash, and um, and I, who else do they have on here? African Bambada, and I don't see the other name, but they call that the Holy Trinity of early hip-hop, right? So that's just a little background on hip-hop uh, for those who don't know much about it. And what we're going to do is get in tonight, we're going to talk about um, a variety of things pertaining to hip-hop. We're going to get into our, our top five songs. We're going to get into our top five rappers. We're going to get into the top five albums that we like and grew up to. So not only what we're going to do, we're going to explain those, but we're also going to tell you how they influenced and impacted our lives. Um, it's going to be fun because everybody not going to agree, and that's when we really going to get into the rec room. So with that being said, um, I'm going to ask a question, and the first question that I'm going to ask, and I'm going to let T-Streets lead it off. Uh, the first question that I'm going to ask about hip-hop is when did you fall in love with hip-hop? When did I fall in love with hip-hop? Uh, I'll say 
I'll say it happened because of the movie Breaking, 1984. The movie Breaking was where my first love started. And it started with the element of break dancing. Uh, when I was young, me, you know, it was my man, my man Baya I grew up with, and myself, we were like five, six years old. We'll go outside with the older kids and break dance on the playground. You know, play ball, break dance, play football, break dance, take a break, go in the house, come back out, do some more dancing, do some more playing ball. So that's that's where my first love for hip hop started with the dancing element. And when it comes to the rap element, one year later, 1985, Ron DMC, King of Rock album and the LL Cool J radio albums, those are two albums that I played nonstop. Uh, when I got it Christmas, that Christmas, my mom bought bought me the uh, record player with, with both of those, played them nonstop. So that was your first introduction to it. All right, AG, when did you fall in love, love with hip hop or when was your introduction to it? You probably might have a little different story. I'm, I'm interested yeah. to see uh, yeah. how that so, happened yeah. you. And, and peace to T, man. Thank you for sharing that because it, it, it kind of touches on something that's important. Hip hop as a culture is not just the music, right? The music is an extension of the culture. I was exposed to it first living in Puerto Rico from the dancing. So when anybody... Like you, you've never seen breakdancing before. You see people doing things that you normally should not be doing. You're defying physics. You're defying gravity. You're almost defying pain as well with anybody who's ever tried to spin on their back on the floor and <laughs> try to spin around. Because I'm telling you, as a kid, everybody did it. We all did the moonwalk in our socks. We've all done the spinning around. And let me tell you, man, that's the culture, right? Um, in Puerto Rico, the way I was exposed to it was really... Like T said, the dancing, right? And that immediately catches your attention as a kid. You want to start matching it. You want to start doing it yourself. You start mirroring it. Now, the music is funny because I came to the States in 87 to actually live out here. And I first went to New York for a few months. And then I went to D.C. And actually, I was exposed to go-go before I was exposed to hip-hop music. Okay. And that's what's interesting about it, right? So I remember hearing Go-Go out of the Oldsmobiles and all that, right? And the Buicks from where I used to live out in Southern Towers. Like one of my first memories of touching down was feeling cold for the first time when I've never felt cold, seeing snow and listening to Go-Go and saying, what the hell is that? And then, you know, as I spent more time, I started listening to hip hop and, and hearing the drum patterns. And because, you know, in Puerto Rico, the big music at the time was salsa along with okay. pop music and all that. So it had a certain rhythm, a certain swing to it. Hip hop was a different swing. It wasn't a happy swing, you dig? It was like very dark, very like, you know, but it was very powerful and it immediately caught my attention. So that's that's my story with it. And that's, you know, ever since then I've been into it. That's what's up. Trey, welcome my brother. Hey, listen, first of all, first of all, before I answer your question, listen, the niece fragrance the niece fragrance of the week is Portrait of a Lady. Look it up. That's neither here nor there. So when I first fell in love with hip-hop was, from a commercial standpoint, was the one and only Curtis Blow, basketball. When I saw this Jerry Curl wearing dude with the, with the, with the girls in the video dancing, 
I was like, what is this? I was like, what, what is this? And I love it. But honestly, my sister was five years older than me. We were, we was heavy Bon, bon Jovi. We were, we were listening to like a lot of rock. Um, honestly, in my younger days, mixed in with a little bit of Curtis Blow, a little bit of Run DMC. But once I got a little bit older, that's when the conscious rap really, really hit me heavy where he'll only be playing DDP. Right? Okay. Um, Eric B. and Rakim. When I first listened to Slick Rick, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick, bro, when I heard him talking about like sex and all, I was like, what in the world is this? So around that time, around the mid, around the mid 80s, that's when I really fell into it. That's when I really got transfixed with it, with Boogie Down Productions, my my philosophy, uh, the bridges over. I remember my sister; she kept playing it in the window. She just kept blasting and blasting it. It sounded; it was just fantastic. Um, M- MC Light was 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 just just crazy from a female perspective. She was the first female rap artist that I really was listening to like that. Right. Um, so, but as far as the song that really got me from a commercial standpoint, it was it was it was Curtis Blow, then the Fat Boys, right? Going going to the movies to see Disorderly. Mm-hmm. Word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, let me tell you. Yeah. My sister, my sister turned me on to everything, man. Everywhere she go, she went. My mother made her take me. Mm. We the whether we were in Long Island or we were in New Jersey, she go to the movies, I'm going to the movies. So mm. we went to go see Disorderlies together. We went to go see Tougher Than Leather together. Mm. And I was like, you know, mm. I'm like I'm like nine. I'm right. nine in the movies. <laughs> I'm looking at Run DMC like these dudes is like, who are these dudes? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they were the hardest dudes. Mm-hmm. So 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 commercially. I would start off with, 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 with Curtis Blow, but that he was like an introduction. And then and then of course run DMC. Uh, then like the message, like listening to Melly Mel, who I'm gonna get into a little a little bit later, like listening to like this music and then not just the music, just seeing the visuals to it, like the actual video. Right? So I would say those that mid eighties and then we gonna transition into like the just uh the magic of it, you know, as it as more artists came into your lexicon that you really were listening to on a daily basis. But I'll I'll, I'll start off with that. E. All right, bet. So for me, right, um, I grew. So I I had one of those. I had uh, my grandma had um, nine kids, and then she had a, a, a child that had nine kids. And everybody, you know, when I would go to my grandmother's house, it was filled with cousins, aunts, and uncles. And my my introduction to it was from one of my cousins. And I didn't know who it was, but I just remember the song saying, it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder. You know, <laughs> I, I remember that, right? And I had no clue who it was or what it was. I, I can't even remember how old I was, to be honest about it. But that was the first song that I could remember. But what I do remember is that it really caught my ear. Now, I didn't know it was rap, hip-hop, or what it was, but I just know that it really caught my ear. And um, from that day, um, I was intrigued. And as we fast forward, like, a little bit after that, um, I I was the kid that, while everybody was watching cartoons, I was watching Jukebox Network. 
And for those who don't know, Jukebox Network, it was like a channel where you could, uh, where video, hip hop videos would play. You were able to call in and select the video that you wanted to see. And uh, once you selected it, the video would play. I was on that harder than cartoons and my cousins couldn't understand it. Um, all my older cousins were just like, why don't you watch cartoons? I, I was just super intrigued by the music, the culture, everything uh, intrigued me with rap and hip hop. And that was actually um, in elementary school. I'm that good with years and stuff like that, but I do remember that I was super young um, and that was my introduction to it. And, uh, and it became my favorite genre. Um, besides Go-Go, I was into Go-Go too. I was introduced to that pretty early also, but, um, but I had a major love for hip hop, man. And that was really my introduction to it. Hey, so, e, you know what? What's up? I'm from the area, you know, grown, born and raised. I can't stand it. <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> I can't stand no, it. Yeah, I can't <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. T is consistent. But I, I feel you, T. But, but as you know long as I... I've known T, as long as I've known T, he's always been very clear where he stands with Go Go. You know what though, T? I don't. I don't. You know what's crazy? I don't love. I don't love Go Go. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I appreciate it, and I was around it. But I'm. I'm not gonna say I hate it. But I'm not gonna say that I just love it. I do love the live music element of it. I just love live music. But I definitely, I, I can understand what you're saying, though. A, a, a thousand, you know, a thousand Not percent. for everybody. Yeah, I, I, I get it, bro. So the next thing that I'm going to go to is um, we're talking about when we um, kind of, when we were introduced to hip hop, right? And I want to get into, like, how do you feel like it affected your life, uh, affected your life? Now, when I say affected your life, I'm meaning, like, do you feel like, hip hop made you dress different. Do you think that the hip hop back then, and I'm talking about, we're gonna, we're gonna fast forward as we were getting older, but I'm talking about as the introduction, when everybody was wearing starter jackets and you saw mm -hmm. that one of the artists mm -hmm. wearing starter jacket, did that make you want a starter jacket? Did you mm -hmm. want to dress like the artist? Did you want to talk like the artist? I'm gonna go with you, T-Streets. Uh, of course, you know, I, I feel like I am hip hop. And from the way that I dressed, like you said, MC Hammer pants back in, hey. what was that? I forgot oh, the I wanted to pay. I didn't have hey. pants. I, I had, had like, I don't know, I had like five, six different colors. You know, so, yo, from hey, the I way to I dress, the way that I talk, hell, the way I rationalize things, a lot of it come from hip hop. Mm -hmm. Just, I'm going to give you a quick example. Nas said, uh, Eyes cut every direction. It's like God and guns, which is better protection. Can't decide. That's a hard one. That that alone, when I was younger, that that mm -hmm. little piece right there alone is the reason why I've never owned a gun. Because really? why? Yeah, because I don't know. I what I do know is that I will shoot somebody. Mm -hmm. You know that. Part so <laughs> yeah, I know I know that much. And and for that. Nah, I mean, it's, it is what it is. I know, I know, I would do it, but I was like, do I really need it, or should I just lean on the protection from God? And I chose chose God. That's dope, Ag. So I'm gonna ask you now. I know when I was when when I was influenced by the um, I really was influenced by the clothes, man. I can remember a few things that stood out to me: uh, mm -hmm. starter jacket. 
mm-hmm. um, which I never got because my mother wasn't paying a hundred dollars for it. I still think yeah. about that. Um, the African, the African medallions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I wanted one so bad. My mom went downtown and said she got it for me, and I was excited. And when she got home, it was like a fake one. It wasn't like a real one, and I was disappointed, man. Those things stick out in my mind. Little childhood trauma. Um, <laughs> What else? Um, every the baggy. I wanted the baggy pants. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted baggies. I didn't get those, but these are things that I wanted, and that I can remember that you know I actually was watching. I mean, I, I I got that influence from watching hip hop um, on TV and um, and just everything. I mean, and it's funny because it's like when I was in elementary school, I can remember going to school and my friends uh, rapping the Ghetto Boys. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, that's a, a early group. Um, in hip hop from uh from Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh I can remember that clearly. And I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, we young and I'm thinking about it. like we was cussing and everything when mm-hmm. I think when I think back about it. But uh AG, did it have a real influence on you or war or was it a situation where you were listening to hip hop but you were listening to other genres that influenced you just as much? Well, obviously with you know, I have a duality, right? You know, being not from this country, but you know, it's it's something that I'm not surprised that hip hop is the biggest export that the United States has. Our biggest export of this country is culture, music, fashion, and everything. And fashion actually should be the fifth element of hip hop. And let me tell you, it impacted my life and the way I speak, the way I dress, the way I walk, who I hang with. And also keep in mind, you make friends off of this shit. I don't know if y'all know this, but you can go somewhere, especially when you're young, and based on how a person's dressing or what type of music they're listening to, or even, you know, like I actually, you know, decided that my wife was going to be my wife based on music. Wow. You know what I mean? Because that's a personal thing. So when somebody can understand it, like you understand it, that's that's different conversation altogether. That's a different understanding. So that's real. Yeah, like for real, music is important. It teaches us. It guides us, is there for us when you know times are good and times are bad. It can change our mood for the better. Like it's a lot. And the culture itself has done a lot for us. You know what I mean? So I respect it. I love it. I've been influenced by it. And I think a lot of us have, you know. Um, there are some more than others, but I definitely think that it's impacted everybody's life, whether they're aware of it or not, or how much, you know. So that's why I'm glad we're having this conversation. Trey, what's good? He must have had to switch. Too much ice on his drink. Can y'all hear me? Okay. Yeah, way yeah. too much ice on Trey's drink. That's why. All right. So what I'm going to talk about now is I want to get into um, when Trey come back, he can ask. He might be having a little technical difficulty. I thought he said something. I thought Trey? he said, can y'all hear me? Nah, he, he might, maybe he, re, he restarted his, right? All right. Um, so what I'm gonna say, so what I'm gonna ask uh, now is I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get into we're gonna talk about uh, favorite eras, right? And so eras in hip hop. Now this is according to Rap Genius, and this is how they have the la- this is how they have the eras labeled. Now um, they have the origins of hip hop, right? They got early 1970s to mid 1980s. I don't know what origins means. That's not a um an era to me, but that's what they have, right? Then they have the golden era. And the golden era, they have uh, the mid-1980s to the early 1990s. 
Then for number three, they have Rap in Mainstream, which is early 1990s. Then they have Gangsta Rap, which is mid-1990s to early 2000s. <laughs> and then they have a category that says um, Ringtone Bling Era, <laughs> right? <laughs> and this one, they have mid-2000s to late-2000s. And then they have today's rap, which I don't know. We can name that ourselves. Let's do that. Yeah. That'll be fun. We're we going to name today's era of rap, right? Yeah. And they got that from early 2010s to present. Mm. Now, like I say, that's according to them. I, I mean, we all know mm-hmm. the golden era. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we all know, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's the main era. So by us being able to, which I guess we can ready to realize age, we kind of, have been a part of all the areas at this mm-hmm. point for the most mm-hmm. part, yep. right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and so since that is the case, um, T Streets, I'm gonna ask you, do you do you even have a favorite era? And after you tell me what you think that your favorite era is, I want you to try to name this era, what you would call this era. Okay, as far as favorite era, it's hard because golden era was great, but I I can I can give you specific time frame from 91 to 97 is my favorite time frame in in uh hip-hop 91 and 97 91 through 97 okay and that's that's where you get artists like red man dropping mm-hmm. what the album Ooh. in 92 mm-hmm. you got Daz effects mm-hmm. you got Daz effects dead serious mm-hmm. in 92 mm-hmm. you got tribe Low end theory, ninety one. Midnight Marauders, ninety three. You got the you mm. got the Bible, Illmatic, Nas, mm-hmm. ninety four. Changed my talk life. To mm-hmm. Talk to him. Talk to him. Mm-hmm. That that album alone opened my palette for rap music. Mm-hmm. Before that, before Illmatic, I listened to Redman, mm-hmm. EPMD, LL Cool J. I listened to the NWA's Ice Ice Cube. But anybody else, when Wu like when Wu came out, I didn't listen to them when they first came out. It was mm-hmm. after Illmatic when I started mm-hmm. listening. To them. I didn't even mm-hmm. uh, side side. No, I don't mean to cut y'all off. I, I'm not in love with the group uh, Wu Tang. Uh, keep going. Oh, we fighting. Hey, we fighting. AOT. AOT. I'm gonna go pick you up. <laughs> We're gonna go to E's house, PG County. Oh man, we really in the wreck room. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You I just had to put that out there. My bad, T. I mean, I mean, cut you off. I just had to put it out there. It's all good, but <laughs> I understand. But, but listen, Wu Tang. After Talk that album, him. I listen. I listened Talk to the Wu Tang into the Thirty Six Chambers. Talk to him. Fire the mm-hmm. the ninety seven Wu Tang Forever. Remember leaving leaving lunch, mm-hmm. driving up the Tile Records mm-hmm. with my man Reek and Ed to get this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the we got the what the black moon into the stage in '93. Oh, yes, sir, beautiful. Uh-huh. Yo, you got you got one of my you got a top one beautiful. One of my top. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, you good? Yeah, you good? Yeah, listen, listen. Y'all stop trying to sabotage my 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 mic, man. That's all it is. E over there pushing the pushing the pushing my <laughs> no, mic, man. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, T. Go ahead, T. You got you you got you got my man. One of my favorite all time, Ice Cube, Death mm-hmm. Certificate '91, The Predator '92, Lethal Ooh. Injection '93. These are classics in my eyes. Mm-hmm. You got Snoop Dogg with Doggy Style in '93. Mm-hmm. Came yes, through. Sir. He had he had that similar to the Fifty Energy when he came through. Mm-hmm. He had sure. everybody buzzing and before the Monster. internet. 
Yep. Monster. Monster. Yep. Yep. You got Common. Common in '97. One day it'll all make sense. My favorite Uh-oh. Common album. Uh-oh. You got the Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt. You got your Biggie Ready to Die. You got your Outcast, Southern Playalistic, Cadillac Funky Music, AT Aliens, Tupac. I can go on and on with the the people that or the artists that really that really uh define that time frame for me. You got the hey. boogie monsters. I I, I always yeah. gotta mention the boogie monsters because hey. that, first, monster. hey. that first album was fire. I didn't yeah. really like much after that, but that first album was fire. Yeah. Not too many people know about them. Yep. AG. Favorite oh, time frame. I got I got oh, a name. Go ahead, era. go ahead, T. You know oh, that's I, right. You right. You, you right. You right. You right. You right. You right. You we supposed to name what this era is in our opinion. Let's get it. Okay. This era, I would say it's the it's the uh you know say what? Say it, T. Go ahead, say safe safe space. <laughs> The the only reason why I don't want to say it because I'm going to say it later. Okay, so, cool. you know what? I'm I'm going to say it later on one of okay. our questions. All right, we're gonna so, hold on that. One. That's dope. So I'm I'm, okay. I'm gonna hold off. All right, we're gonna hold on. Ag favorite so me, era. Yeah, so let me start off backwards. I'm gonna name this era because I have bad memory, and that is I'm gonna name this the volatile area. It's okay. The reason I call it the volatile era is because it has its ups. When it's up, it's way up, and when it's down, it's way down. So it goes up and down so often. I think there's awesome music. There's awesome culture going on. You just need to know where to look. But unfortunately, the the negative stuff, the bad stuff, the weak stuff, it's out there and everybody's kind of aware of it, whether they want to be aware of it or not. So that's why I call it the volatile area. Okay. So that's my opinion. Um, now for my favorite era, I'm going to have to agree with T. For the most part, I think what I need to add on, not to subtract, but to add on, is I like to say 91 to 2001, because something really interesting happened. And that is, we're, we're all aware of the mainstream music. What I mean by mainstream music is you're paying for a barcode for music, right? Paying for a CD or a cassette tape. Mm. Let's not forget the underground mixtape circuit that was happening oh, at that time true true oh we're gonna talk we have to talk oh, God, about that's that it. That's right that's a whole other thing because you had tony touch dj clue do Tony touch let me tell you ron g kid capri clue 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 clue, clue. springtime stick up stick up volume yeah, one one yeah. one let's go I mean, go go beautiful listen dj envy back in the day when envy was a dj absolute right. You had all those exclusive freestyles. You had all those blends. K-Slay, rest in peace, K-Slay. God bless the dead. You know, you had so many unreleased music, the way they formatted and put it together, oh. where you had people listening to albums before they came out. I had the, mm. the Nas, I Am, and Murder mm-hmm. Music mm-hmm. before like it dropped, months before it dropped. With a different track list altogether, in my opinion, those were better than the actual. Better, albums they, were better. Released, <laughs> they right? were better. Better than the oh, album. Yeah. Drunk yeah. by myself, belly button window. Oh come on, man! Blazer fifty. That was just one in murder music. Come Listen, on, bro. Mob Deep was yeah, on bro. something else. They were on PEDs on at fire. the time. On, you know what I mean? And, you had, fire, and you had such a great balance, right? Because like like T mentioned, man, Daz effects did not Killed sound like woo. Jay-Z. Everybody did sound different, bro. Everybody, yeah, at all. everybody at was all. distinct. Everybody had their own sound, their own, almost their own culture, right? So, and let me tell you something. 
I've traveled this country, I've traveled this world. And I tell you something, if you haven't been to ATL, you won't understand half of what the fuck Outkast and Goody Mob were talking about back in the day. Mm. I didn't know that MARTA was a train or like their public, Mm. you know, like our dash or Metro Mm -hmm. bus. So when I'm in Atlanta and I'm like, oh, that's what they were talking about. I had no clue. And they really do talk like that down there. So like, you know, you start understanding the culture before you get to experience it. So that's like everybody telling you, hey, this is how we're living out here. This is how we maneuvering. This is what we have in common. This is what's different. Like, that's what I love about this. That's this dope, is unlike bro. anything else. So, you know, I, dope. I got, y'all, y'all, y'all getting into it. Y'all yeah. make me, y'all going, I don't, I don't know what to say following yeah. y'all. y'all. <laughs> I still don't understand how you like 36 okay. Chambers, but oh, I let, mean, me, hey, let me say something going. about that. Let me say something about 36 Chambers. I don't think too many people, let's be honest, because I was there and everybody mm. was there. That was not something that everybody was running to get from Wax and no. Maxi's Tower Records no. or wherever you get I got it, it the first day. You're unique, man, because everybody who had that, they've listened to it before and said, I don't understand it. What the hell are they talking about? It sounds yeah. weird. That was the yeah. most common. T, am I right? E, am I right? Yeah. Because when yeah, you first hear it, yeah. it was yeah. so different. It didn't the sound best, right. The best promotion for that type of music was what was what E was kind of alluding to earlier. Yeah. Video the mu- box. music box. Yeah. Yep. The box, bro. Yep. yep. The box. True. Like, Introduce like, protect your like, neck. Method like, man. I know... I know y'all didn't ask me this, but go ahead and run. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, yeah, yeah. I told you I was going to oh, get it. Oh my goodness! Anyway, Here we anyway, go. so best videos, right? The mm. best, my favorite hip hop video is "Protect Your Neck." Mm-hmm. It's, it's my favorite hip hop video. You want to know when I first got introduced to "Protect Your Neck" video? They were requesting that, mm-hmm. and then they were request. They will request Nas. Mm-hmm. They kept the halftime. Yep. They either it, it's it either halftime or it's protecting neck. It's halftime. So I was like, yo, this dude, Nas, is insane. So mm-hmm. let me get back to the eras real, real quick. So my eras is 86 through 96. Mm-hmm. Because you had you had the best lyricist ever in in, in battling. In that 86, 85, 86, 87 era, you had Cool G Rap, mm. you had BDP, you had Kane, you had so many, you had Rock Kim. It was so many people who took that language, that verbiage to a different level where just the chains, how they dress, how smooth they were, the, mm-hmm. the, the, um, how my sister always would point out, she was like, look, look how crazy the follow the leader video is because it was in black and white. Mm-hmm. And I would pay attention to it being in black and white because she pointed it out. So it was important, right? Then you're looking at how they dress, you're looking, you're looking at his 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 rhyme pattern, his flow, how how he rap. And then you 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 fast forward late 80s, early 90s, where, where you coming in with this, with this, with this 90s new younger type of grimy underground type of situation where you have you have uh, uh uh shoot Wu Tang, you had uh, uh Black Moon, Boot just camp, like T yeah. T was talking Boot about. Camp. You have Black Moon, bro, Boot Camp. All these guys were young, they were super duper hungry. And uh, again, videos. One of my favorite videos, it was just grimy. It was just it was Black Moon, mm. uh how many MCs, MCs yeah. on the elevator? Hey. Bro, we would just look at the elevator scene and it's just he just oh he's on the elevator rapping. 
Yeah. But it's just it's so powerful, and that's that's what the music was, right? Sure. That's that's what the music was. So all the way up to '96, it was a lot of Biggie street mixtape stuff going on with that. Um, before he got big and commercialized, mm-hmm. that's where guys were more grimy. But it was all about your lyrics at that at that point in time. It was all about the lyrics. So I'm gonna say '86 through '96. Special mm-hmm. shout out, Gangstar, cha- mm-hmm. changed my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm go ahead, gonna e. cut you all. I, I no, got good. So, go ahead. So, so, so I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say for me. Um, I'm terrible with dates, terrible with album names. I, I, I really am. I, I am. But I'm going to go 94 to 2000, right? Okay. And um, I don't, for me, I associate errors with what was happening in my life and, um, and things of that nature, right? And I just remember those are the ages where I was in middle school and high school. And I believe those ages are the most, are the ages where you affected the most or think, you know, uh, music can affect you or you know you you're growing into manhood basically um with that being said i'm a rap a lot guy you know what i'm saying i was a teela scarface um the whole rap a lot family um the whole no limit movement mm-hmm. the whole cash money movement in terms of ny artists um i really wasn't into those and since i wasn't i'm gonna play this real quick hold on real quick Oh, now we really in the rap room. <laughs> I had to play that because I know y'all love NY artists. I know y'all do. And I, and I do too. No, 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 you know, uh, we in the rap room. Uh, I know that y'all love NY artists and I do to a certain degree, but the NY artists weren't really my favorite. I was more of a, a down south artist guy. You know mm. what I mean? And before I let y'all even rebuttal and argue that, yeah. I just want to let anybody know who just joined what the topic is tonight. And the name of this show is called, uh, tonight's episode is I Still Love Her. That's the name of it. And we based that off of my man T Streets. I'm going to give it to him. He came up, uh, T Streets and Trey came up with the title of this episode. And this was based on um, a song that Common had that he put out in 1994 off his sophomore album. Um, It was his first single off the album called Resurrection. And it was called, uh, the song was called, I Used to Love Her. And he was basically describing how he used to love hip hop music, but he was describing it in the way of him talking about a, a female um, in the song. Um, so with that being said, we're just getting into our love for hip hop, different elements of it, and how it shaped our lives. Um, hey, hey. Yes, sir. Hey, hold on one second. Just to let T know that Common's best album was B. Go ahead, E. My bad. Oh, Go ahead. B. Trey, listen. Right, my yeah. favorite. My favorite is one day it all makes sense. Yeah. That B? cannabis B? joint, bro. Him B? and Kyle yeah, that cannabis back joint. and forth. Wow. 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 Well, we getting in the songs, Trey. right? We getting in the songs. So this, 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 this is perfect. <laughs> Reek, this no, is perfect, it's true. right? Reek, no. I don't disagree, T. I no, this is perfect, Reek, though. Reek, go to bed. Go to bed, Reek. <laughs> this is go perfect, bed, though. This is perfect. So we talking about yeah. songs and what's who had the best song and Oof. whatever like that, right? Uh. So this brings us to the top five rap songs, which I ain't gonna lie, I had a hard time. Bruh, There's some of the songs I loved. I, I don't yeah, think I couldn't even name five though. But I'm gonna go to T Streets. Um, give me your top five rap. Let songs. it be good, T. Right. I'm listening. Now listen. Hey, listen. I've changed this list many a times. <laughs> 
I may change it. Be- I may change it before I finish finish going before through talking, it right bro. now. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'm, I'm gonna put at number five. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say still talking. Easy E. Mm. Wow. This is 1988. I'm gonna mm. tell you why. I remember I'm down I'm down the street from my house, back in the back alley, and my man Bayer that lived in the neighborhood at the time, he's out there and a couple other people. He has this tape and he puts this song on. Easily I approach the microphone because it ain't no joke. Tell your mama to get off of my tip. Because I got no time to give her my oop. Go. Yo, I know the whole, I know I've known the whole first verse from the first time I heard it. Mm-hmm. Just because of the explicit language, it mm-hmm. drew, it, it just it just it drew it to me. I mean, I was drawn to it. And this is where my love for NWA started with Easy E. So that song five. Number four, my favorite Fresh Prince song, brand new phone. I don't know why. I love it. I love the, the beat, dancing element to that song. I love that That's song. Dope. Mm-hmm. Number three, right. Tupac, Keep Your Head Up. Mm. Of course. Uh, mm. Self-explanatory. Exactly. No, self-explanatory. Yeah. Number two, Lottie Dottie. Uh, Lottie Dottie, <laughs> Slick Rick, Dougie Fresh. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Damn. You know, and and childhood memories me and my cousin uh listening to that beatboxing and trying to freestyle which i got good at at some point later in life but my number one song for today i gave you power nice mm. oh that's uh, nice yeah i, nice. I picked the song nice. i picked yeah. this song because yeah. i remember being i forgot which what grade it was but my grandmother my grandmother asked me, why do you like, why do you like hip hop? And that was the song that I played for her and then, then uh, told her why I love it. You know, he basically described himself as the gun in that song. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, listen, I know you don't like the, the lyrics, the explicit lyrics, but this is why I love it. Just, yeah. just, just look at the movie. Listen to yeah. the movie that, that, yeah. he's, that he's painted in, in what, three, four minutes. Mm-hmm. So th- those are my five songs today. All right. You know who Salute. else's favorite song that, that is? Salute, um, T. T uh, the RZA. The yeah. RZA says, 100. the RZA said that that's his favorite song. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's like, a- period, period. It's a, it's a period. powerful yeah. song, man. Trey, I tell you what, I don't even have, have to ask who your favorite hip hop group is. I, I can <laughs> hear in every, in your in your speech, I can hear Hold you on. In, in your explanation. I already Hold know. On. All right, all right, all right, all right. No, ain't nothing wrong with all it. I already know who all it right. is. I know who all it all is. Right. I do. See, I know. See, who first it is, of bro. all, see, first of all, first of all, it's not even my goal. Is 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 AG though? <laughs> hey, you see hey, what I'm saying? Don't let don't let Trey smell it. Because when I go, when I go, we really gonna be in the rec room. All right, we really gonna be there. So I'm all right, gonna let AG. my man right. AG go. So I'm gonna AG, let y'all. I'm gonna throw y'all for a loop. First and foremost, in no particular order. Master I C by Mike Geronimo. Okay. Okay. I don't know okay. if anybody's familiar I, I, with I, I it. I definitely listen. Of course. It's produced, it's produced by Buck Wild, digging in the crates crew. Nice. That sample the way he flipped it, because I'm a music guy myself. Mm-hmm. The way he sl- like he made it blunted is the best way I can describe it. Royal mm. Flush, which Royal is Capone's Flush. cousin, mm. who was Mike Geronimo's left hand, right hand man. 
singing the hook. I'm so high. You so high. Oh, yeah. I'll be getting money till the day that I die. I mean, listen. It's just beautiful. It is perfect. That to me is a perfect song. The instrumentation, the way that Mike was riding the beat, it was, I can't see that being redone. So that's why I look at it as a perfect example of what hip hop is. Another is Cream by Wu-Tang. Cash rules everything around Okay, I, I like that one. Okay. The best hook in life. Absolutely. It is to this day when you say, hey, yo, you got that cream? To this day, know. to this day, the story that Ray and, and, and Dak were talking about and the fact that there's so much backstory that that's actually not the original song. Mm. You know, mm. again, this can be a podcast that can go on for three hours easy just mm-hmm. off of songs alone, right? Keeping with the woo, Rainy Days by Raekwon and Ghost. Ooh, okay, it's your favorite group feeling, too, I see. Okay. Feeling, my man. When you listen Ooh. to that song and you hear this song, the intro. Rob my gate, rob my I think, gate. I think if I'm not mistaken, they sample Killer, John Woo Flick, mm. or Chow Young Fat. It was either Chow Young Fat, might have been one of the same. But the, the same singing, in the, yeah, in the and then it's the a mystery. It's the singing, it's so beautiful, it's beautiful. It's a listen, beautiful song. and this, and fucking listen, goosebumps, and that little beautiful. string starts coming in. It's mm. raining. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. The war is on. Yo, listen, they painted yeah, and then a picture. They go in. They go in. Right now, let me hit you mm. with the left hook real quick, since I got you with the right. Passing me mm. by by far side. Oh, oh, dope. Oh. That's dope. Listen, oh, that's dope. Oh. you love soul. Listen, if you have soul and you listen to that song, that song will make you stop. Oh, it's beautiful. Listen, it's classical music. Listen, it is classic. It makes you feel something. Mm. And then my my mm. top song, I would get it. The whole album, like the whole lyrics to that song on my left arm is "The World Is Yours" by Nas. Oh, come on. The way he Talk wrote that beat. The music that Pete Rock produced, the fact that I sat oh. there and looked up in the album credits that it was sampled, I Love Music by Ahmad Jamal, which is an excellent pianist. Everybody should be up on him as a jazz pianist. That's mm. another conversation. The fact mm. that I would search for it, and I think it was like four minutes and 41 seconds in when the loop starts going with the piano. And the fact that Pete Rock found that exact portion to sample mm. and bring <laughs> it back and brought the cowbells and the way he did the drums. The fact that he sung the hook and Nas negotiated to him to sing the hook, and a mm. teenager wrote that fucking song. A teenager, a sixteen-year-old, exactly. Yeah. And the, the crazy fact part that he about wrote that, this, the crazy part about that, Ag is the as great as the song was. The, the video, video fitted perfect. It was black Listen, and white, black and white with the curves on top and bottom. The Come fact on, he man. had a feline sweatsuit. And he was in Queensbridge, mm-hmm. and I've been to Queensbridge, and I went to these mm-hmm. places because of that video. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, walked yeah. in. The fact that Damn I'm in know. Puerto Rico playing this music, and everybody's like, "What the fuck beautiful. is that?" It's beautiful. You dig what that's I'm saying? Dope. That's a moment in time because that's right when I, got, I went back to Puerto Rico and I was down there, and all I had was a Wu Tang album, a Nas album, and a couple of other albums. I'm listening to that. People are like, "What is that?" And I'm making friends to this day because of that music. So yeah, that's you mm. know an honorable mention. Girls, Girls by Jay Z and Flashing Lights by Kanye. Okay. Oh, so okay. you went, you went seven strong gunners. Okay, Trey. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, I'm, right, very, so, I'm very interested, man. I'm very. All right. Interested. So listen to me. So buckle up, there. Uh-oh. Now we're in the rec room. Okay. I'm not gonna. Y'all not gonna make me pick pick one through five, five to one. I have I have a tie for my top three, and you guys are about to listen to me. 
Hey, listen. Let's get it. Let me let me tell you something. Men at work, cool G rap is Damn. the best four and a half minutes of lyricism you would ever hear in your life. Men at work, cool G rap. E. As soon as we get off the phone, listen hey. to that, please, my brother. Now, now, that. now, the second one of my top one song is the message, <laughs> Melly Mel. Melly Mel, bro. I told you I got a tier one. Melly Mel and message. The picture he's painting, but as bomb as the message is, my top hip-hop song of all time because of the picture that's in my brain and how I feel when I listen to it. When I was by myself in the car a couple weeks ago and it came on and the, and the goosebumps came, was by the same guy, Melly Mel, B Street. The way he the way he broke down his first verse talking about a graffiti artist and 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 him dying and the second one talking about don't be a slave to no computer in 1982 mm. and going for seven minutes straight of straight real life lyricism e listen to Beat Street bro and then watch and then go watch Beat Street mm. and then you're gonna be like <laughs> holy shit mm. all right so I got a tear two of my second favorite song. Okay, Nas, it, it ain't hard to tell, mm. it, 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 bruh. I knew that. Bro, I knew, I knew it ain't hard coming. to tell. It ain't hard to tell. It's the smoothest, yeah, hardest, yeah. flyest mm-hmm. song that, it, I mean, just it was just effortless. Sneaker Uzi on the island in my oh, army jacket lining, hit the earth <laughs> like a comet. And bro, he was, bro, it's come on, man. It was effortless. Second one in my tier two, fight the power, public enemy, plus mm. one of the greatest videos okay. of all time. Come on, man. Chuck D, Chuck D is, if Martin Luther King could rap, he'll mm-hmm. be Chuck D. Mm. I'm going to, okay. Then my third one, mm. right? Now, we, we still in tier two, song two is follow the leader, rock him. The, the lyricism is unmatched. It's it's just and 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 with the video, see the video gave gave that an extra feel too. Now, tier three, song three, smooth operator, Big Daddy Big King. Daddy Come King. on, man. Oh man, you took mine, bro. Come on, bro. Bro, bro. Let me tell you, smooth. Let me tell you something. Big Daddy King, bro. He he is so big in how on, on how. The culture was 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 dressing and was just so fly, was just so smooth. Hey, can I say this? I had to do this. So Big Daddy King, I wrote a song for my man, and um and Big Daddy King reposted the song that he liked so much that he that he he reposted the song (laughs) on his Instagram uh, that I wrote for my man in the video. Since you said Kane, I had to say that Kane, you you got the floor. You got it. Kane, okay, cool. So. Tier, tier three, song two, BDP, still number one. Come on, bro. Come mm-hmm. on, bro. The energy, KRS One, my mm-hmm. sister blasting his whole album, criminal minded. Are you kidding me? Third, tier three, straight out of Compton. I, I I tried to I tried to not, but it's just so powerful, bro. It's just a powerful, it's a power. That was that song was a movement, right? So, so now I'm on song number four, song number five. No more tears. The song number four, my top four song, is is protecting that Wu Tang. It's just how it make you feel, I man. Even when it I starts with the it starts with the radio interview, man. Mm-hmm. What you want to hear? Oh, I gotta hear that Wu. I gotta hear that Wu Tang joint. Like you keep calling. It's just it's a beautiful. You you hear the karate in in the beginning. These dudes was broke 
Did you see old Dirty Bass's orange dirty champion that he's rapping in that video? <laughs> that was hunger. Mm -hmm. That was hunger. And the beat was just, uh. Okay, my top five song, my, my fifth song, Welcome to the Terror Dome, uh, Public Enemy. It's just, it's just you you listen to this. I got so much trouble on my mind, refuse to lose. Mm -hmm. Bruh, come on, man. Listen, let me tell you something. Chuck D, bro, Chuck D was was him. In, in in the late 80s he was he was him super conscious super smart and he's, he's still he's still killing it but mm -hmm. listen so i had to i had to add a couple couple more songs hey, go Trey, ahead Trey, 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 I'm Trey not, would I'm have a top of top yeah. 11. i'm about to say yeah. Trey, i'm not i'm no math magician but that was more listen, than five bro yeah, you nah, got about that was a top five let no, me get that my was top five. yeah that was top five go ahead all right so y'all have great explanations for the song that y'all picked man um I don't, but I do have five. I do have. I do have. I do have the songs right. So these are not in no order, and I'm gonna be honest, man. It's so many songs that I love. I just pick what came to my mind because yeah, bro, it's hard, my mind bro. is just filled with songs. So I'm gonna just list mine really quick, and this is no order. I got a uh, Tupac, Me Against the World, right? Oh, okay. I'm a big Tupac fan, man. Um. I just like nostalgia listening to Pac. I know there are a lot of Pac fans, but I don't know, man. I I, I love Pac, and um, he got way better songs than that. But I don't know he why does. that one. I don't know why that one no, came to my mind first. It's the last right? verse. It's the last verse. E. Maybe that's what today. it is. Maybe it's the last verse. Is, right? I think that's his best verse. He Maybe that's right what there. it is. Right. So for number two, I have Trap Called Quest, uh, Electric Relaxation. Ooh. Yes. Now I know that mate, that was a single, and sometimes we go with the underground <laughs> stuff, right? Um, but I love that song. Nostalgia again. Um, it was uh, at a time where um I don't know where I was really looking at the jukebox network and everything like that. It was just had a big impact on me in terms of music. I love instrumentation. I love mm. um the way Q tip produced, where he infused mm. jazz with hip hop. I love that. You know what I mean? And that was the first of me hearing that uh, fusion at that time, right? Um, I'm going to go with a, a left field joint that came to my mind. And this is more based on um, me being remembering being in high school and riding and smoking and dealing with right. girls, women, whatever, right? And I'm gonna go with Devin the dude. Do mm. what the fuck oh, you want to do. Now that joint right there, yeah. I can play that today, and it'll take yes. me back to you know memory lane. I mean, yep. I I love it, right? Yes, yes. And uh, another joint I'm gonna go with. Now these are like commercial joints, but these stood out to me. I'm gonna go right, Snoop right. Snoop Dogg Gin and Juice, right? Mm -hmm. Ooh. I'm doing yeah. Snoop Dogg Gin and Juice because of the time that it came out. When Snoop came yes. out, he was fresh, he, he was new. It was he nothing was you seen, bro. He was nothing everything. you heard. Does he have way better songs than that? Of course he does. Well, but I'm just song. speaking on what came to my mind. And the last one is a Scarface song. He has many better songs than what I'm about to name. But I love the Mary Jane song. Oh yeah! Right? Oh come on now! And not because it's related to right, not because it's so much related to weed, but it's just the I love that. Um, I'm a musical person, and right, uh, those beats that came from the rap a lot camp Crazy. were very musical, mm -hmm. and it wasn't a lot of sampling. I love right. like, a lot of New York used sample, and I'm not opposed yeah. to that. 
But I love when a producer can produce a beat where he makes the drums, he's playing the keyboards, he's playing yes. the bass, he's mm -hmm. playing the strings. I love that. Mm -hmm. And That's a dope. lot of that came from the rap a lot camp. And um, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna go with the Scarface. Um, hey, I'm gonna hey. go with the Scarface. You know, Face makes his music Joint. too. Face hey, was hey. making. Yes, music. sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he was. He was. Two things to add to what you said. So I had, as far as my fifth song. Me Against the World, Tupac, because of that, his second verse and that song, I would listen to that so much in high school, bro. I think, and during, like you said, during that time is when he got shot, he was going to jail. That's when he was writing that album and it came out right around that time. But I I, I had, I erased it <laughs> and I oh. put Welcome to the Terror Dome, but Tupac, <laughs> was, Tupac was there though. Tupac was there. And it was something else I was going to add on to what you just said that, oh, um the uh scarface joint right yeah, so yeah. to to this day to this day i go on youtube and i listen to the mary jane it's a hot mashup of the ashanti with the whole oh, yeah, song with scarface yeah, bro man. it's hard bro I, I still listen to that mm -hmm. i wanted to add that on yeah because those are those those are good picks so now and that um so now that we got into that right this is a question that i have for y'all and um i'm interested to know what, what y'all gonna say right so and your and what do you all feel is more important? Do you think it's the beat, the melody, or the lyrics? I'm gonna go with T Streets. Uh, for me, it's all it always starts with the lyrics first. Starts with the lyrics first for me. Okay. Um, that's why some of my some of the rappers I love, uh, cannabis during his his uh, stretch where he was hot. Joe Button, who's one of my top rappers, Royce Five, the whole uh, Slaughterhouse gang, um, Black Thought, uh, mm. guys like Saha, the Prince today, guys like uh, you got the the Kendricks, the J Cole. You know, lyrics is first and foremost for me. Now okay. today's rap, today's rap, I like the melody more because I don't really like what they say. Right, but True. lyrics are right. first for me. AG. And I love I love what T is saying because it's absolute truth. I think similar to that, right? To piggyback of what T said. I can't like lyrics is you want to keep you listening and rewinding and say, what the hell did he just say? And oftentimes it unlocks things that you should look into as well. It makes you research, look into things. I would say lyrics, but there's something that Dr. Dre said that I never realized I did. And that is I give a song a few seconds. Especially now with streaming, if it doesn't capture me in a few seconds, I'm on to the next song. And I would have to say now for me, it's the music. So if the music is dope, it would at least have me listening. It would at least let me to start listening. Okay. What's up, Trey? So I think that that is era specific too, because it's not a lot okay so they don't they don't focus on lyricism now because a lot of these guys they don't have a passion for it because of just like the they they want to hide behind like the production but i would i would say lyrics of course but some of the most successful artists you don't even know if they write their songs now right you know what i'm saying sure. so it's like it's it's so vague and they make it that way but they still pushing the music onto the younger crowd because a lot of them they don't really, they're not from our era, right? 
but speaking from our era i would say lyrics but now you can kind of hide the lyrics really you can really not be saying too much but the vibe of the song if you dancing to the song if you bop into the song you're not really listening to the lyrics but if i had to pick i would say i would say lyrics though all right hey trey some of your favorites unless you're in the club unless you're in the club Mm -hmm. true true what you say t I said some of your favorites had ghostwriters that we grew up. I'm with. not gonna. I'm not gonna get into that. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not me neither. But I'm just saying. I, no, no, no. I don't want to talk about that. Too. That's, that's, <laughs> no, they did not. They did not have ghostwriters. <laughs> that's like not. part of the game. But if I pick me, I'm gonna go with um music, man. I, I love. I do like lyrics. Um, I do like lyrics, but I'm gonna go with music, right? And I'm gonna say, and, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna give an example of why. Uh, two reasons. So, I I love music, and that's one of the reasons. I, I'm always gonna hear the beat first, and then I'm gonna listen to probably the lyrics. And the reason why I say this, this is easy to apply if you really think about it, right? Let's just take, for instance, right? Let's take a Nas, for instance, right? Since every you guys love Nas, right? And so <laughs> Nas here, Ben um, And go. so so let's take Nas, right? So we all know that Nas can rap his ass off, right? We all know that Nas is super lyrical, right? So when Nas puts out a project, we are we already know what to expect lyrics. We know that, right? So yeah. according to his album being good on that, it's gonna be based on what? The production, right? Yes or no? Y'all agree? We in the rec room? What? Yeah. That was a, that was a agree. real smooth way to take a shot, E. Yeah. No, no, no. no, no. That one. Hey, no. Hey, e, e. Let, me, let me break hey, it up. Are, are we in the shot. rec room or what? what that? Got, we what in the rec room, but that was a smooth shot. What he did with Illmatic and it was written, he is the originator because back in the day, and people correct me, back in the 80s or early 90s, when you had a project or an album, it was all one producer, maybe two. Yeah. That's Nas true. Was That's one of the point. first ones that had an all-star lineup as a kid. As so, a kid. Now, mind you, down the line, he took more risks because he already did Omatic and it was written. What else was there for him to do? That's why Jay-Z recruited the producers. And in my opinion, Jay-Z made more and better music overall. But Nas's songs are more impactful than Jay-Z's because of that. But do you see what I'm saying in terms oh, of, of why um, that's a part of a reason? That's just an example of why music hits me first. Because once you mm -hmm. have a dope artist and once they're already established who they are, you know what you're going to get. Okay. But what you don't know is what the music and the production is going to be. And at that point, that's going to determine you all love. Um, and I love it too. Nas last three projects is yeah. we Nas rapped the same, which is nothing. I don't dope. think so. To me, you I mean, but when I say that, no, 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 no. I'm saying that I'm saying it as a compliment. I'm saying it as no, there's no for real, no seriously. No, 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 and right. that's why I'm just saying I love music, Damn. but I but I but I would keep Damn, it moving. I know y'all want to get this record no, with me. No, 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 no. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you said because 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 even even with with me feeling the way I feel 
about Kanye West, like now, like I still can separate like his brilliance in mm -hmm. his production, right? Mm -hmm. Like that beautiful twisted dark fantasy, like that that shit is perfect to me. Mm -hmm. Like I like I I, I forget like, you ever forget about an album and listen, you'd be like, what? Like this shit, it was great. This shit is brilliant. I feel like that. So I get what you're saying. Well, okay, cool. Yeah, I already know that you can rap, but can you put it together with 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 the production? But Nas, he's so unique because he's so great. He didn't really care too much about that because Nas is really an underground rapper mm -hmm. who happened yeah, to right. make it big. He's mm -hmm. really an underground guy. So that's mm -hmm. why it really wasn't it really wasn't a big thing to him. Like he's a reluctant superstar. Mm -hmm. is 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 really what he is and jay-z with him being a genius jay-z is such a brilliant business person mm -hmm. he 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 had he had a 25-year business plan so mm -hmm. he he already knew he strategized that and so he got the hottest producers the hottest this, the hottest he was just building his empire from the get-go Nas was just like yeah you know what i mean whatever you know I what i mean true yeah but listen, go ahead go ahead why why can't why can't, can't we ever so. go ahead why, T. why can't why can't we mention Nas and and without mentioning Jay-Z and, and vice versa? Jay did Whenever that, you mention bro. one, the other comes up. Jay did that. Be well, because they the because T they they the biggest. It's like when you talking about the greats, bro. And 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 listen, I love I love Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? No, like it's no, it's, it's, yeah, it's absolutely. Yes, I do. Oh, bro, absolutely. bro, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. I had hard knock life and one of them in, in my top five. I had to take it out. That's how much I love to I, I love that album. And they say, nah, he got too many guest appearances. I don't care. That shit is right. a great he Jay-Z went insane on that on right. that album but lyrically. Can I say right? this though? Go ahead. Without, 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 that album. Without, I love it. Without Nazir, there is no Jay-Z. Tell him, talk to him, is. Alex. There Nobody. is Nobody. So, so I like he can go against him all you want you know what i mean he can he can drop he can be petty as no he is and drop, every time nas drops an album he used oh, to man, have to drop really something to try to get man. the attention because jay, jay strategizes like a girl because he always needs attention because if you notice every time listen i don't even want to talk about jay because he fake retired when 50 cent was molly whopping the whole industry let's not talk about that Let's not talk about that. I don't. I don't like his man. The way the way he moves as a man, I don't like. He's a better male. All right. So okay, we here we go. Hold on. Let me okay. let me bring it back. Okay. We going yeah. into a whole other strategy. All right. <laughs> hey, wow. So look. But, so look. But, <laughs> hey, 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 Alex. Hey, Alex. You made you made T say okay then. Hey, we did a whole other thing. Yeah. All right. But hold I'll on. Say this. Now we're in the rec room. I'm trying to exactly. So now I would say this. Nas. I have to agree. I don't think Nas wanted to be a superstar. He just wanted to rap. He's reluctant. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but I, I love, I love Jay Z. Though. You know, I love Jay Z. Yeah. No, he's, of he's course. Incredible. You know, he makes a lot of great music. He's incredible. I, I think yeah. Jay Z has more hits than Nas. Oh, he does. He because he 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 did his due diligence in keeping up with production. Yeah, he's great. Flow. He's great. He's great. Nas, he made part of music better. He made part of music. Nas Nas didn't make good part of music. Like when he tried Correct. to do it, it Correct. didn't sound good. Correct. It, it, I don't it, want it, to it wasn't natural. I'm not so I hit him. He got a couple yeah. joints, but I'm gonna bring it back, fellas. So yeah. Um, I know we were talking about errors in hip hop, right? And um, uh, I think it was Trey earlier that made a good point. And he was talking about how um 
how back when uh i guess yeah when hip-hop started everybody was different right mm -hmm. everybody was original and i've even seen interviews where if you did bite off someone it would be a problem mm -hmm. yeah. you weren't the, the thing was not to be like anybody else period right mm -hmm. and hip-hop that was a great era in hip-hop but then something came about where uh that kind of changed and everybody started sounding more like each other using mm -hmm. the same producers mm -hmm. and chasing the same sound and mm -hmm. so my question is um when do you all think that happened and why do you think the reason is and i'm gonna go with good t streets good question okay I, I i got two two instances uh first and foremost even though originality was the thing in in the culture you still had your copycats coming mm -hmm. up. Still had your copycats. Mm -hmm. uh, That's true. Uh, we, you mentioned uh, Far Side passing me by. There was some group out here, out in DC or Maryland, that had a song back in the '90s that sounded just like Far Side. It Look was away. a hit. Mm -hmm. It was. A, Look away. What? Question mark Asylum. Look oh yeah, that might have, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, trust me, I love yeah. music. I know everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, question yeah, mark yeah, asylum yeah. is question yeah. mark asylum is from here. Question mark, yeah, question yeah, yeah. mark asylum is from here. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and you know that was a big deal before I didn't like. I remember on their uh, next album after that, the Lab Cabin, California, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they addressed it. They addressed it all that on there. Mm -hmm. But you had your clones. Uh, mm -hmm. But really, big money, big money is one aspect of where yep. the shift started. Yeah. Then the, I guess the, the most influential part where it just never changed is when 50 Cent mm. convinced the fans mm. to care about record sales mm -hmm. instead of the music. Yeah. And that's when these labels only wanted the next 50 the next J, the next Nas, the next Nelly, beef, the next Luda, beef, beef, beef. The next, shoot each other, shoot yeah, each other. Yeah. You no, know, and yeah, that pretty you pretty much if you were, if you had your own sound, you had you had to blow yourself up. You had to yeah. have somebody, one of the top tier guys, bite your style, mm -hmm. and at the same time, basically put you on over their shoulder, you know, co-sign you just for you to get your your break because a lot of people got a lot of people sound got bit and you never heard from them because mm -hmm. that artist didn't give them you know any type of love so like all right i took your sound let me yeah. let me give you let me give you some type of love so you can get a chance to be heard yeah right so 50 50 really uh messed it up for everybody okay so, i think that um so what i'll say is I don't, like I said, again, I'm not good with dates and times and stuff like that, but I think that the shift happened because what I believe is that um, hip hop artists started making more money. Mm -hmm. And so you got to think about that when hip hop started, they were doing this for the love. Mm -hmm. It was strictly mm -hmm. for the love. It was a movement. It was a way to express yourself. And uh, and it wasn't big business at first. Now we love those artists that came up in the early, but they they didn't get wealthy off hip hop and rap, right? Mm. And so as time progressed, um, artists started making more money and became a business. And business is money. And if you make a hit record and you find out that this person made this record and they made, let's just give a number, 
$5 million off this record, mm-hmm. a person will get in the studio and say, hey, look, man, mm-hmm. do you know that this man just made five mil off this song? Pull me a beat up and make me something that sound like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that that's how um, it became where it changed because instead of chasing the art and the love, at this point, we chasing money. People changing yeah, their lives. Period. People getting period. the cars they want. People, uh, you know, giving their uh, um, family mm-hmm. money. Lives are being changed and um, and people are able, I hate to say it, but it's the culture, mm-hmm. and people are, be able, are able to buy the jewelry that they want. They're able to get right. the cars that they want. They're able to get mm-hmm. the houses that they want. And you see that and you see that image and you chase that. And I think mm-hmm. that that's what happened. It just became a way to try to get money. And the next thing you know, everybody's doing the same thing, but it's actually not chasing the art, it's start chasing the dollar. That's what mm-hmm. I think. AG, mm-hmm. what you think? I gotta, I gotta agree. I gotta agree. I think we all do, but I'm gonna take it a step further. When I started seeing it getting funky, you know, you saw it when acts like Vanilla Ice were coming out, right? Novelty mm. acts. When you start seeing that, you started seeing the corporate side of things. Because remember, this hip hop stuff was independent record labels. They had, you know, it, at that time it went from making great music to who's gonna make the greatest music. That was a competition. Ah. Who's making the best product to sell? And to me, I started seeing things really shift when Puffy started taking. Oh, things. you took you 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 just you just took. And I hate to say that because I don't have anything against this man. I think he's more of an. No, you're right male, though. Alpha right. male than you know Jay Z being a beta male. But <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> one thing I didn't like is that Puffy laid the blueprint of a certain thing I don't like about our culture. You dig, and that culture is the culture of almost like selling out. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to like a lot of people didn't know Puffy used to smoke a lot of weed, right? He mm-hmm. wouldn't at the time admit it, and people I knew around him that worked with him knew this, right? Who he really was. He would never mm-hmm. show you that because he was trying to sell you an image. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's the opposite of hip hop. Hip hop was like, "Fuck you, I'm blazing right in here, and you're not yeah. gonna do shit about it. You're gonna have a dress code. I'm coming in with my sagging jeans and my Jordans or my Tims, and I'm gonna scuff up your floors." That's what I remember from it. It was always rebellious. So he kind of changed it. Now, looking back, it was inevitable. I don't think that without Puff, Puffy, the music wouldn't be where it is on a global You're level. Absolutely correct. So it's weird, right? It's weird that as much as I didn't like it, he did something that actually furthered the culture. You know, So it's like a gift and a curse, in my opinion. True. So I'm going to pass this off to Trey because I think Trey, Trey was right so, with me. So, so yeah, just to add on to what you were saying, Seeing the music and understanding how you can benefit from it, especially when you're around these corporate guys like Puffy was around Andre Harrell, because Puffy was he was, you know, dancing. He was like a dancer, choreographer, Mm -hmm. Tim's, things like that. But I think that his his mindset came from Andre Harrell because he was mostly R&B. Then he found Craig Mack and then he found Biggie. Then I think that he, un- but the genius in him was how he can market his marketing mindset was so genius. Well, how he could take this big, overweight guy, crooked eye dude, and but it's how he sounded. I could market that just the genius, and he looks so different from everything that you saw, but. With the as soon as the Versace came and it went hand in hand with Jay with Jay Z style, but then you you are 
you are selling to the culture things that were were attainable but you're telling me that it's attainable because these guys sell drugs mm-hmm. right so so it was it was it was so the whole message was 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 just coming across um as as a diss to the underground guys that we talked about earlier right mm-hmm. black black moon things like that so it was kind of like a clash but i would just say <laughs> it was diddy to answer your question i would say diddy and like the the dirty south quote unquote Uh-oh. the 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 music with like the commercial side like with that snap bullshit the snap mm-hmm. music bullshit Man. i think like you ain't that, like snap music hell no hell you, you want to snap it trey bro. be honest I, though bro, you ain't never practiced one of the dances I would, in the mirrors i would i truth, would bro. intentionally not snap ever i would you ain't I never get in the mirror and try i intentionally wouldn't wear a white tee I intentionally I wear black tea. I wouldn't wear white. Man, that was just fun, because man. that, that was bullshit. A fun just yeah. bro, I, I agree. that shit was so whack, bro. It was. But what it I'm was. saying it is was. the commercialism of it, it, it just like just like somebody said earlier, talking about just the T T set with the number, and then 50 Cent yeah. came. So he yeah. he he came and then he got with a machine with doctor like a machine with mm-hmm. dr dre and interscope they was like oh yeah kill nigga nigga black shoot shoot kill mm-hmm. kill 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 and it was like a part two of the nwa wave mm-hmm. but the only people that's dying is black and spanish people mm-hmm. and then you you better not you better not shoot no jewish person mm-hmm. you better not shoot no white girl mm-hmm. are, are you kidding me right so it's it's bro that's a whole nother pop but anyway to answer your question, I'm gonna say Diddy. <laughs> say Diddy. Diddy. I say that to say that. I'm gonna say Dirty South. <laughs> wow. No, hey, bro. Yeah, uh, to T. That point, yeah, though, T. To that point, that's why people like Killer Mike or Ti were rising whenever that snap music coming out and made it sound different. Absolutely, Ti Killer Mike. Real, real, real music. Real yeah. lyricism. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I do. I do have a question, and um, without what I, I'm trying to think who I think I, I don't know, but I'm gonna ask this. You don't have to have a list. Um, you can name two or three or just one. Whoever comes to your mind, uh, who is the the top, the most overrated huh. trash rapper? <laughs> and overrated means they have to be the consensus. Oh, snap. The consensus is people think that they are dope, but two. you don't. So, hey, Jim Jones. No, hey, hold on there. Hold on there. My bad, my bad. AG, I'm going to go with you first. AG, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to shock people with this. I'm going to go with you. Don't explain it. It's Drake and Dave East. Oh, my God. Hold on, hold on, hold on, dog. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, man. Yes, Alex. I will break it down. I will break it down. I can't I believe break that, it bro. Down. Drake, oh, yes. Drake is cool. Do not get me wrong. Drake is good. He's not great. He ain't Ooh, great. Wow. Put him against Lil Wayne when he goes at it. If you're into music or lyrics or longevity, oh, Drake is like a girl with all the surgeries in the world. Don't put her close oh, to the sun because wow. she'll melt. Wow. Let me tell you. Let hey, Lil Wayne you. and Drake got something in common. They have some. Hold on, Terry. They have some. I know you, not Gary. Go. Hold on. They Little. both had ghost writers. Now what? Gilly. Oh shit, Gilly. That's <laughs> a rumor. Shit. That's a goddamn rumor. No, no. Oh, that's, that's, the truth. that's a goddamn rumor. Gilly. I had to call that's Gilly. The truth. Hey, hey, get Gilly. Get Gilly on the phone. Oh man, we get, really in the wreck. That, that, that's the goddamn prefer, rumor. I prefer and Jay Mills. Gilly. And Jay Mills. Oh, Jay Mills wrote for Lil Wayne. 
Y'all spreading rumors now, man. Y'all spreading rumors now. I guess we ain't going to Louisiana anytime soon. We ain't going to New Orleans. We ain't going to Miami anytime soon either. He out there. But yeah, I think you said so. You said Drake and Davies. Yeah, one hundred. I think Davies. I think. I'll tell you why. Uh, let me let me start off with Dave East. Okay. Let me, start, let me start off with David Brewster first, right? All right, let's go. <laughs> David Brewster is good rapper that can rap. Yeah. I'll give him that. He sounds great on whenever he has someone else. But aside from maybe um, one song from him that he talks about the girl that robbed him, what mm. other songs can you say from front to back that he tells a story or he gives his personality? You dig what I'm saying? Mm. Where, where's his Damn. unbelievables? Where's his juicies if he's trying to be like Biggie? If he likes now so much, where's his I gave you power? Damn. You dig? Like, where's that? This, this is to me. I have I have one 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 uh I have a pushback. Yeah, go ahead. My pushback is that Dave East isn't he isn't he isn't uh recognized worldwide as one of those guys. Word. So yeah, that's but that's the only that's my only real pushback. I think and and let me let me be clear. I think. I was, and everybody on this call would tell you, I was one of the first people on Davies, and I was sharing a lot of his music, his underground stuff, like his throwaways where there's no hook to it, where there's like maybe, you know, 16 to 24 bars, and he's just going at it. He sounds cool. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about songs here. Right. Sing me a song of his. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? Like, except for that one song that he talks about the girl that robbed him for whatever, like, there's nothing that really stands out. They're all the same. He has I feel hurt. you on that. I feel like he'll you. he'll I have some good wordplay. Don't get me wrong. I feel on the you, technical bro. side, he can go. His voice is cool. Nah, but it's not. I, I guess it gets annoying after a little while. Nah, yeah, nah, yeah, you right. Goes, nah, you, you know, right. But it's that's his voice. Why, it's that's his why voice. I'm saying Dave East. Okay. But he has potential. Now Drake is because like, let me be honest, man. There's been people that done what he does, and don't get the attention that he does because of who they are. They, Drake was great packaged. He was a great sold item. I just, again, I don't see what he does that nobody else does. Because mm. I prefer Wiz really? over Drake any day. Oh my God. Okay. I, I say Wiz Khalifa has hits too. <laughs> I think if they do a versus, Wiz would, would crush them. Oh my oh, God. Easy. AG. I got a, AG. Hold on. AG. Left hand. That's common. AG. I like it. I, I like it, Ali. AG. I like it, Ali. Hey. Oh man, we really in the record. AG. Bruh, I can't believe that you just said, I just know that you just, that just, I know you did not just say that Wiz Khalifa could fuck with Drake. I know that that was going to be a playlist together. Wiz got some joints. Wiz got some joints. No, 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 no. I mess with Wiz. No, I do. But I'm talking about if you listen to Drake, right? So this is what I yeah, think. Drake is artist. Hell, bro. He's, he's a right? Joe Button. The, the thing I want to be honest. I think uh-oh, uh-oh, a team. lot of Joe Button's mood music. He said Joe Button. If you listen Button, to mood music, if you listen to mood music, you see where he took that blueprint and he started singing mm. along that same. Well, I, Am I, I right? I hear you, but but yeah, but, yeah, but with Drake, like but, modern, but right? He, he is, but I'm just saying that I think sometimes people get confused with um with the singing. But when he wants to rap and get in his bag and rap, I'm sorry, man. He's a dog, Slim. He's a dog. I mean, he, I mean his only test, like, let me tell you, I'm going to be 100% honest. When he punked Meek Mill, it's because Meek Mill is a punk. He punked Meek Mill. He kind of showed that Meek Mill doesn't know how to fight. But then he tried to sing the same bullshit with Pusha, and Pusha put him in his man's role and said, look, this is VA here, bro. We don't play that bullshit. And he did what he did to him, and he couldn't come back. 
that tells me all I need to know. True. Okay. You talking uh, all this okay. stuff about I can rap, I can battle, nobody wants it. When the person punched you in the face and you walked away with your head down, like we talking about when Diddy, you, when Diddy slapped him, when and Diddy physically put hands on this man to the point where he <laughs> hurt his hand and he had to walk away and just kind of just put in the fetal position when he's in the shower. Yeah. I'm saying, man. I think that's why I think Drake is over. Hey, bro, Trey, give me your, give me your, um, who who you say overrated, bro? A lot of these niggas, but hold on. So check it out. (laughs) Check it out. So check it out. Give me two. Check it out. So I'm gonna give you two, and then and then y'all gotta let me explain. Gotta let me explain. (laughs) Okay. Push a T, overrated. Give me a break. Give me a break. Who else? Secondly. Alex stole my thunder with Davies. Third, Jim Jones. Don't even say his name. Oh, okay. Don't even bugging, say man. his name. I'm dying. Got better, man. Hey, don't say his name around me. Hey. Um, All right, go explain your so, joke. You can explain him, man. So, 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 Pusha T. But let me tell you about Pusha T. I can, I can say that, but I can also give you props. That, <laughs> that, what's the T? What's the song I love from him? The, the, the best song he ever made. The, um, the Tomorrow is Too Late. Let me tell you something. That's one of the greatest songs. That's one of the greatest songs I ever heard in my life. But he's still corny to me because then he he just his style and everything, everything is just coke. Yeah, who, you know oh, what I'm saying? Okay, I don't okay. want to. I bro, I don't care about that. Is it his I like that piss you off, Trey? It's the, the braids, bro. You're seventy three. <laughs> you're seven. You're fifty six. Stop with the braids. So, secondly. Jim Jones, that's not even uh come on. Come on now. He he drives Cam around. That's all he does. He drives Damn. Cam around the neighborhood. He drives Damn. Cam around. He's the ultimate hustler, bro. He's Cam's driver. He's a weed carrier. He hey, he's look. the weed carrier. <laughs> Cam, he Jim, carries Cam's weed. Jim Jones is better look. than Cam today. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. Oh, listen, 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 listen. You know yes. what? You know what? You know what? You know what? I'll agree with you. Because that purple haze shit, as soon as he got done with come home with me, he made all that money. That purple haze. On after that, Cam Cam was done. I love three five seven Cam, the mm. old Cam, sports, drugs, and entertainment. Um, I mean, just that Cam. But anyway, not to get off subject. Um, Jim Jones. Okay. Anybody whose name starts with Lil is terrible. <laughs> um, everybody like like. Oh, let me. Oh, oh, oh time out, time out, time out. I should have started off with this, guys. <clears throat> Rest in peace to my baby, Gangsta Boo. Okay, oh, rest in peace to Gangsta Boo. I forgot to start off with that. I love yeah, me some Gangsta yeah, Boo. That, that was one of, I love me one some top, old top. three six man. Yeah, man. But yeah, so a lot like uh, most of these guys that people like today, like like the newer guys, like and it's bad for good lyricists today. It's the worst time because you get overshadowed by whack shit. You got drill rap, which which should be banned. It should be banned because all it does is promote violence, killing young black uh, Puerto Rican and, and, and black dudes. It just promotes just straight violence. And you know why a lot of these old dudes be be really showing love to these old dudes? They really don't like them. They don't want to sound like they're old guys hating on them. But they know that this shit is whack. But they don't step in and be like, bruh, like, wow, you know what I mean? Like the rhyme cadence, whatever, like. This drill shit, bro, it just promotes so much negative violence. Like, I don't listen to none of it. Unless it's Ice Spice. Mm. But anyway, you that's watch what you're on. You I watch Ice Spice on mute. Go ahead, T Street. T Street. Okay, okay. Overrated. 
overrated. Uh, well, I think everybody know who I'm gonna start with first and foremost. Rick Ross. Damn. Rick <laughs> Ross. Oh my Get God. Off. Get, Get, look, off. Listen, Get off. Listen. Get off. Listen. 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 Y'all know. Y'all know. I call him. I call him trash. I don't think he's trash. I really don't think he's trash. I just think he is average. What he does well yeah. is pick beats. He can't mm-hmm. rap worth shit to me. To me. Okay. That's I, I think he's very average at rapping. Okay. So and that's and that's where I get my love hate from him because people think he's an extraordinary lyricist. I don't get it. Uh, it's not for person. me. Second know. person. Second person. I have three. Second okay. person is Damn. French Montana. Oh, no, no, yes. You, I go thank yes. you, T. Yes. I'm a, T yes. Thank you, T. I, 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 I totally I'm going to come hug you. That. T, I'm going to drop that, that and I'm going to hug you, T, because I forgot. He is the wackest person. <laughs> Not yeah, even rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, on the face of the United States and the rest of the globe. I'm sorry, T. Go ahead. Thank you for reminding yeah, me. I'm going to sum up French like this. <laughs> I would rather listen to Rick Ross Damn. than French oh, so oh, that's, yeah. that's yeah. my sum And number three, I've said yeah. it before. It's gonna <laughs> it's gonna hurt some feelings. Trey's gonna get mad. But Don't Busta Rhymes is kind of oh, oh, oh my god! <laughs> and listen, listen, I know what Busta did. I'm a Busta fan. I'm a Busta fan. I know the the the, the classic records he has, the club joint. I know what the videos. I know what Busta did. But, but on a lot of them guest features that that he told, what? he oh, was whack as hell. The rhymes no. was garbage. That scenario remix. Dun, listen dun, to dun. just the lyrics. That's some trash. Oh, no. bro. Delivery, bro. The delivery, bro. I the see delivery. my influence still shining. The, Come on, the, bro. The remix. The only, the only thing what gets Buster is his his animation yeah. is what really draws people delivery. in. He's everything. His albums, Yo. his albums are aren't that great. He has some good True. ones, but I the last one was classic. T. The, no, it wasn't, oh but it was God. it was better. Yes, than it was. Most. See, it was better think, than most of his. I think T has a point. I never looked. No, it he up, doesn't. I get it? Yes, I, I do. He doesn't. I get it. No. I get it because his whole album. If you listen to the whole album, he might have a few songs in there that be like, all right, I can listen to this. Yo, but that's true. Guys, his guys, performance is next to is none. A, he's a gem. He is a gem. Did you listen? Yo, we yo, we could do a whole podcast just on Buster Rhymes. Are you we kidding can. me? We, I think, we could. I think, yeah, I think Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? on this one. Uh, no, yo. Y'all ready for mine? No, no. Y'all ready for my overrated? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Don't say Nas. Nice. Don't, don't, don't say Nas. Nice. I'm going to say this, man. I'm going to say this, man. If you I'm say Nas, nice, I'm joining the army tomorrow. Hey, look. Hey, look. Hey, look. I'm going to be so honest with y'all, and I mean this. I mean this from the bottom of my heart, man. The whole Wu Tang. I'm not the cancel E. The whole Wu Tang. Hey, no. No. Hey, Jizza, Rizza, Lizza, Lizza, Rizza, all this. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, bro. I don't understand, bro. I'm sorry. How do we meet? I'm sorry. Man, I tell you this. Bro, why you do bro? Why you bro? Why you do that, bro? Why you do that, bro? Seriously. You messed the whole shit up. My whole life different now. There is no Santa Claus. I'ma tell you this, man. I love Ghostface, right? 
I love Ray. I love Ray. I love Raekwon, right? The ghost. Um, I love Method Man, right? Yeah. But I'm say talking about. Don't but, say but, but I'm talking about them. And when it's a group, I, I I have never been able to get through a Wu Tang album, man. I'm sorry. Oh I'm my sorry. God. I'm sorry. Um, who else? I'm going to say so Wu Tang is made, my number one. Right? You made you made Reek say good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my stomach hurts now. Right, so Wu Tang. Reek say good night. Wu Tang gonna be my 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 number one and um number it. two and, until I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep it a buck, man. Until Scary. um until he had this series with his boy, man. Oh, I'm no, sorry fuck. to say this, man. Is this nigga about to say this, bro? Yes, I'm sorry to say this, man. I'm gonna say this, man. Nas, man. I'm sorry. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. hey, can we change that? We're gonna catch back to. Oh, get the fuck out of here. This is why the narrative of you liking Ti and Ti only is big. Right here, right there. No, I love Nas, man, but I'm sorry, man. I, you know what? I got him, and you know we probably gonna end up having to do a part two. Yeah. Is this why yeah. we had COVID? In but the world? um, but, <laughs> but what I'm gonna say is, I'm, I'm gonna leave it right here, man. I say that um. I say that I say uh, I, Nas is dope, man. Um, I don't know if it's an East Coast, but I just don't love East Coast artists. And I do have Nas in my top five just for the culture and everything, and he's dope. Damn. By him doing this, these three or four albums with Hit Boy, um, mm -hmm. he's not. I, I kind of took him off there, but before that, I would say that he was just a tad bit um overrated to me oh now with that being said i know that made us go to the rec room right damn but that's the worst shit. we still we got so much and i don't want the you know to go yeah. so long i think we're gonna have to do a part two fellas yeah um but before we go i just want be to um be to our listeners um i just want y'all if y'all love what y'all hearing y'all like what y'all hearing please follow um, you can also follow us on Instagram at the Rec Room Pod. Um, also, when it comes to topics, if there any is there anything that you guys want us to talk about, debate about, discuss, please let us know. You can let us know on the Instagram page, and uh, and we'll definitely consider it and uh, get to it in the Rec Room, man. Yeah. Um, fellas, y'all got anything y'all want to say before we close out? Definitely gonna be a yeah. part two though. E, Bro, I I, yeah, I, e, yeah, I got something on. to say. Trey, Trey, e, Trey, how can you, you say hey, that? Trey, before you catch the body. <laughs> Trey, before you catch the body, turn off your phone so the feds can't know where your location is. <laughs> listen, listen. I love this guy. Listen, hey, look, I really like hey, look, you see how I try to end the show? You see how I try to end the show? But look, to what E is saying, because I love what E just said, right? We want to make sure everybody that hears this, whether they heard us live or they're going to hear this afterwards from that link that you're going to get, or you stumble upon this podcast, a rec room podcast. I want to hear if you agree, you disagree, what you thought Please let you, know, us you know. lined up with as far as the songs. Like, did you learn something new? This is a community we're building here. So I want people to interact, get on our Instagram page, comment, share this to people. We want to make sure that we learn as well like you learn so hopefully you took away something and if you got some songs let us know what your favorite songs are your favorite rappers who do you think is overrated what For the sure. era is that you most associate mm -hmm. with because i know mm -hmm. a lot of people from different ages listen to this so it doesn't have to be what we consider the golden era let us know what you think this is what it's about for sure absolutely go ahead Trey. absolutely and and so with us being four great friends we are we, we are we are also 
we are also going to venture into different topics. Um, so if you if you actually have uh, topics that you might want to hear us talk about, let us know, right? Because you know we're pretty well rounded, right? So we can have like a nice, light, uh, funny d- debate show. We can have a much deeper show where, where we talk about different uh, topics. But this one right here. We, we hmm. it might be a part two and a part three. T T T. I knew T always got something up his sleeve. But anyway, uh, but yeah, but please subscribe, share. Uh, 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 T T. What you got? What you got, T? Uh, this is this is all. This is for y'all. Actually, we need we need to run this part two back sooner than later. Yeah, sooner Agreed. than later. It, Agreed. Sooner than later. Like, even if we got to do a special episode two days from now. Yeah, five days from now, sooner than later, for sure. For sure, because we didn't get to um just to let you, know, you guys know yeah. we didn't get to uh a lot, but a major thing we didn't get to is our t- uh our top five albums, mm-hmm. and um and then we didn't even get into R and B and everything. So, so so we got a lot. Yeah, you're right. Artists, right. So it's a lot we didn't get into that we definitely plan to get into. The, the part two will be sooner than later. And uh, with that being said, man. Please follow, please uh, subscribe, and uh, till the next time, man. How is absolutely rated? How the hell does that make sense? Yo, man, listen, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, we going to start off with that, man. We going to spend an hour. That's going to be it. I'll see y'all later, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll see you later.